Hi, welcome to Mom Code. And can I just say, what the f? I'm oh sorry, my god, can you repeat that? Do you have to you shave? Have? <laughs> you ever have your butt cheeks itch? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, like the cheek? Yeah, the cheek. Yeah. And then you have to walk like weird to like. No. No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I don't want to. I. So my mom told me that it's because for, it's from sitting down too long. There's not that blood circulation, so it just. Oh, that okay. makes sense. I hate itchy blood cheeks. Because like the tingling sensation in your legs when you've been sitting too long too. <laughs> Yeah. Do you get that? Am yeah. I just weird? No, no, I no, heard no. someone say when your foot's asleep, it feels like TV static. That's a feeling. Oh my That's gosh! Like, I don't even know, but it makes perfect sense. Accurate. That does make sense. Yeah, absolutely accurate. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Feelings are weird. Well, let's edit out the part where I talk about my butt. I'm leaving in the butt cheek part. <laughs> dead man's toe. Dead man's toe. Dead man's toe. At a dead man's toe. Dead, 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 dead. <laughs> You kind of sound like a pirate. It sounds more pirate yeah. Okay, after this, can we just pull it up and I'll... I know what you're singing. She goes, my lucky rat tail! <laughs> I think I do a better Sarah Jessica Parker. Is I haven't it seen yeah. it in too long. Oh, I was going to say you've never seen it. That's no, bad. I have. <laughs> it's been too long. I don't remember that one. <laughs> we... <laughs> I like it. I There's this kid show um, that Finn watches called Puppy Dog Pals. And so it's like these two little pugs that go on like worldly adventures and travel the world. And there's this episode about dogs being friends and sharing with each other or something like that. Or I don't know. This is a kid show. But there's this part where like, I know I've seen this video before and it it was this dog sliding down a slide and he goes, Leroy Pupkins! (laughs) And which I immediately knew what this was is like a nerdy gaming reference to Leroy Jenkins. And I just started busting up laughing because who would put like a PC game of like World of Warcraft or a LOL? I'm gonna probably get snubbed for not knowing which one it's from, but um, <laughs> and it was like this kid show where they throw in like a nerdy game reference, and I was just <laughs> dying. And I told my husband, I was like, you have to watch this scene. And then as I put I found it on YouTube and I played it for him. And he was just like, that's cool. I like this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how like kid shows put in random crap that adults get. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But welcome to Mom Code. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm Taylor. And I'm Emily. Awesome. Awesome. Today we are doing Taylor's nine month journey. Take it away, my lady. All right. The year is 2018. (laughs) I love that. That's Um, how I met your mother. I love that. Oh, don't hate me. I've never watched that before. Okay, I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so pretty much um, we were trying but not trying um, or we were trying, but I wasn't like paying too close of attention uh, to if it actually happened because I, in the beginning, I just got really discouraged. So it was like a little bit of a surprise when I just thought that I was starting my period and my boobs were really swollen, <laughs> which is not a common symptom for a period for me. Mm-hmm. So I went and took the test and I found out I was pregnant. I 
that night I went home and I told Igor and he was just like over the moon excited like he just stopped what he was doing and he had like the happiest face that I've ever seen him have on oh, <laughs> so I know it was really sweet and we decided to tell my parents on Thanksgiving weekend because we were going to go camping anyways with them mm. so first thing I did was within that two weeks I had to go to work I had to tell them because I worked with chemicals at the time and I said sorry can't do my job anymore you have to send me with all the other pregnant ladies somewhere else peace because <laughs> at that point I was just not enjoying working or there's just like a lot of drama going on and so I just wanted out I told them, told my mother, well, my side of the family that following weekend, it was kind of funny because I didn't know how to tell them and I was just like psyching myself up and I feel like I knew that they weren't going to be upset with me. Like it wasn't like a teenage pregnancy kind of thing, but I still was just like, there was just something that was like, well, what if they are upset with you, you know? It's definitely nerve-wracking. Yeah, it's like this really big, like, deal, and you want everyone to be happy for you. You want everyone who's important to you to be happy for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On the drive there, it was like three hours. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do we do if, like, they're not happy for us? And he's like, we'll just go home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, whatever. So I get there, and I don't know how to tell my mom or Chuck. I go up to them, like, hey, can I talk to you guys real quick? And they're like, sure. Is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. I just want to talk to you. Like, being really awkward about it. (laughs) And so they, like, get outside of the trailer, and we're all just standing there. And I just hand them, like, the paper. And it's, like, the same paper that you go to the doctor's office, you take the pregnancy test, and then they say, like, congratulations, you're pregnant. And they highlight the, they highlight the you're pregnant part, uh. and they give it to you. And so I don't know how to tell them, so I just hand them that paper. And my mom opens it, she takes her a little bit, and she gets to the highlighted part. And she's like, "I'm gonna be a grandma!" And she was just like over the moon. And she runs around to the whole campsite, and she like tells everyone there. And I'm like, "Okay, mom, let's not tell any more people though, because I'm still like well within my first trimester. Mm. Like we still haven't gotten the first ultrasound at that point. I just wanted to like." I don't know. What I really wanted to do was, like, shout it from the mountains. Oh. (laughs) I'm pregnant. (laughs) But um, I I just knew that within that first trimester, you really weren't, or not weren't supposed to, but just it was advised Mm -hmm. against doing it. But, and then I guess the rest of my first trimester kind of just went with a, like, it went by really fast because I was so exhausted. I went to lunch with you mm-hmm. over the Christmas break, and it was just the one thing where I'm like, okay, I need to get out of bed. I need to do one thing today because I've been, like, sleeping on the couch, sleeping in the bed. Just, like, I would pretty much <laughs> alternate where I was sleeping mm-hmm. because I was just so tired. That's funny. Is that how it was for you guys? Just I complete exhaustion? all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this was a successful day because I made it downstairs and I fell asleep on the couch instead of the bed. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly how it was for me. Super similar. But at the, at the time, Andrew and I worked opposite shifts. And so it's like, he wasn't even home when I was sleeping. So it was just like, I got the bed. I didn't have to go downstairs. <laughs> I was like, the bed is mine. <laughs> so I, I had to get up a couple times to take out the dog, but the dog sleeps a lot. And so <laughs> it was just like, so back was, to bed. Yeah. 
Oh, I remember our bed was always like full of crumbs because I was always eating <laughs> Like, oh, just don't mind those chips and sour gummy <laughs> worm sugar. Yeah, <laughs> push, push it to his side. Bed. No, push it to his side. He can sleep in my crunchy crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Igor would have been so mad at me. We actually ended up having to make a rule, like, after after we had the baby and stuff. Like, because got, I got so comfortable eating in bed. Like, it was just Chinese food. Like, noodles and, you know, general Tao's and stuff. And... <laughs> We had to make this rule where, like, you're not allowed to eat in bed anymore. Like, agreed. Because we'd wake <laughs> up with, like, little peas from, like, the fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It was nice while it lasted. <laughs> but, yeah. Complete exhaustion in the first trimester. So it went by really fast. And then, finally, by my second trimester, they were able to send me to... I referenced it as, like, the mother's den a couple of times, and so it kind of just stuck like that, because they send all of the pregnant ladies and breastfeeding ladies to the only chemical-free place at that site. Mm-hmm. It was, like, this little basement in, like, a more kind of, like, where the engineers were, so there wasn't a lot of manufacturing going on there. So they send all the pregnant ladies to the basement. Right, yeah. Makes okay. sense, right? But it was actually kind of nice, and the manager was really cool. He would bring donuts in every Friday. Oh, yeah. Come to the basement. I got donuts. Okay. Sounds like the dream. It was nice when it lasted. Everyone else there, they were on, like, their second and third kid, and so the excitement about it, I guess, or maybe it's, like, the not knowing what to expect kind of feeling. It wasn't there with, like, a lot of people, except with the only other girl who was on her first baby when we, like, sat right across from each other. And we actually became, like, super close during that time. And we, like, would talk about picking out names. And, like, we were there for when we first felt, like, the little movements where it felt like carbonation or, like, fluttering or... So it was really cool to have someone who was just, like, there for eight hours a day, every day, that you could just talk to about anything with. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I thought we had that support there. Yeah. Especially with another first-time mom. I I worked with the ladies who had had kids that, that liked to give their horror stories. So I like hanging out with people who haven't had kids who are like I don't know what to expect I'm like well that's a lot better than trust me it's it's gonna hurt unsolicited <laughs> opinions and advice is probably the worst yeah yes so unless like, someone <laughs> asks for your horror story please just keep it to yourself mm-hmm. yeah I mean like at the same time I do understand where they're coming from like you went through this like really hardcore thing and you want to like brag about it or you know like I I do get it. I feel that way with breastfeeding Mm -hmm. because it was, like, a really difficult thing. I think it took, like, the whole two months that I was off of work to get comfortable enough with breastfeeding and then comfortable enough with Olivia actually successfully latching on the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had, like, the bloody, scabby nipples for, like, the whole two months. It was... It was the most hardcore thing I've ever done. Nursing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Worse than labor and delivery. Oh, yeah. 
One that was like one day. This was two months. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. I say one day, a whole 24 hours. <laughs> Solid point. Another kind of like funny story that happened when I was pregnant. So when I was around six months and you're really starting to like grow exponentially mm-hmm. at that point, I could not get comfortable sleeping at all. And so Igor bought me the pregnancy pillow that like wraps around and you can just like snuggle up with it and... It was really helpful for maybe, like, the first three weeks that I had it. And then after that, I was like, I'm sorry, babe. It's still not, like, working. I don't know. I could not sleep. And so eventually it just kind of got to the point where I would wake up and I would start getting ready for work. And then sometimes I would just get to work, like... I'd just be like, okay, well, I'm not going to sleep. I might as well just do something. And I would get to work really early, and I would just, like, hang out in my car. And if I had, like, half an hour before I had to go into work, I would just start taking naps in my car. And I got, like, the best sleep from taking the naps in my car because I had, like, the butt warmers. I had the lumbar support. And it was, like, warm in there. So (laughs) I would sometimes just wake up early from sleeping in my, you know, comfortable bed and drive to work so I can sleep in my car for half an hour. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I, it was... <laughs> whatever works. Ex- yeah. Especially since we're so sleep deprived. Like, it, yeah, I got to make do with whatever works best. Yeah. And it helped. It was some of the most comfortable sleep that I've gotten. <laughs> I would wake up feeling refreshed too. I'm like, ah, I'm ready for work now. <laughs> It wouldn't last long because after, like, five hours of being on my feet, I was like, okay, I'm ready to leave. Mm -hmm. And so after my second trimester, my third trimester, I was moved to another facility. And so moving on to my gender reveal, we decided to take the the little blood test that you could go and, like, pay extra for so you can find out, like, what gender you're having or what sex you're having for being technical. I don't know. The idea was I was going to send the results to my mom, and then that way at the actual party, both Igor and I would be surprised. I just remember, like, trying to plan the party, and then something kept on happening every weekend, and eventually it got pushed out to, like, a month where my mom actually knew what was going on but she's like oh well I can't do it this weekend because I have this going on and then I would have like something else going on like I think a wedding happened um sometime within that and eventually I was just like mom I'm growing a baby in me I want to (laughs) know if I'm having a girl or a boy and I feel like because I'm pregnant I have the right to know like I was just Trying to get it out of about this, and I feel really bad now. But at the point, I was like, I can't take the suspense anymore. Yeah. Um, Props for waiting. I couldn't wait. Yeah, no. Yeah. I needed to know. I know. Like that's. I think that's when the anxiety started. Like I need to know what I'm having, <laughs> and then yeah. and then just all downhill from there. Right. Yeah. And like the older people I'd work with, they're like, um, you should really wait until they're born because. It's so great to find out the gender. I was like, absolutely not. There is no way I can wait that long. Just because you don't have the technology to do so, it doesn't mean I need to suffer through it too. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> so, like, what's the point of that? So I heard someone say that it was, like, 
she wanted the most non-invasive way. So she didn't do any ultrasounds. Like she was like, nope, no ultrasounds, nothing. Like, it could be dangerous. I think you have to do ultrasounds, but they don't have to tell you what it is. Oh, I don't know. I, I guess think you don't she just. To. You don't have to. Do oh, I weird. think she just went to like a. What is it? Natro naturopathy. Oh, one know. of those. Yeah, Ooh. midwife. Hippie and shit. <laughs> granola. Granola. Yeah, Which, I'm not. That's you it. know, if you're, if that's your boat going to float on it. I don't I would, know. I think I think that'd be actually a really good topic to hit. But <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that. We got to get a hippie on the show because I am not it. <laughs> I'm like, give me the drugs. If there is anybody <clears throat> out there listening and you have a natural path birth story, we would love to have you on. Back to the gender reveal. So eventually we decided on a date and then we got everything planned out. And um, it was really kind of nice because... At first, I wasn't really expecting a whole lot of people to come. I'm like, I'm just going to invite everybody on my Facebook. Like, I don't care if it's been, like, over a decade since I've talked to you. Like, if I like you, you're just invited. And so I invited probably, like, 100 people. I think it was just, like, crazy. I'm like, oh, they're probably not all going to come, you know. And then the day comes around, and we have, like, a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, like, 1,400-square-feet house. And there was no sitting room. There was no standing room. The way that my parents did it, they bought her a razor. They bought my unborn child a razor. (laughs) They bought her a quad. And they had it painted in the color of, you know, whether it was going to be a girl, it was pink, or a boy, it was blue. And it was in the trailer. And when it came time to, for the big reveal... They had everyone come outside. And so it was just like, I have to pull up the video and show you guys, but there were like people all the way down the street that I live, just like waiting to see if it was a boy or a girl. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. I was like really, I was really emotional about how many people wanted to like show up and just like, you know, show their support for us. So that was really cool. But then I saw the, the door to the trailer come down and then there was like all this pink smoke and then a mm-hmm. pink razor came out and a pink quad came out and I was just so happy I was having a girl. I was over the moon. That's so exciting. Yay. Yeah. And then and then the name picking. It was so I kinda have like a little list. When I found out I was pregnant I'm like, oh I like this name, I like this name, I like this name. And so I had like a list of boy names and a list of girl names. And I was, like, talking to Igor about it. I'm like, do you have any names that you like? And he said, you know, I'm not really... It's really hard for me to just, like, think of a name and, like... I guess, like, picture, you know? So he was like, how about you think of all the names, and if I don't like it, I'll just say no. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that seems fair. I do all the work, and then and you get the final say. He was like, yeah, it's fair. I did, like, 50% of the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? 50% of conceiving, yes. Okay. Well, Tough but, job. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> but that's how it happened. I just had, like, list of names, and then at the end of the day, Olivia was the one that won. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. There were, like, a couple of names. We So, we were trying to decide if we wanted to do something, like, Ukrainian mm-hmm. or Russian, but there wasn't anything that we could decide on. And Igor kind of was like, you know, I'm fine because my name's Igor and people aren't going to mess with me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but kids can be mean. Like, do you really want to do that? Oh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking, like, future future problems. <laughs> future yeah, problems. what does your kid's name rhyme with? Like, that's something I thought about a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Emily Schmemily. I have people call me that. Really? Oh. Mostly it was like foster child. <gasps> oh, that really, is so mean. Well, oh my it used to bug me, yeah. and now it's like, uh, like my brother uses it for one of his emails. It's like, and <laughs> oh, so he got it. Somewhere too. on on one of my social medias is Emily Fo- or it used to be Emily Foster Child. I, I remember. Just, yeah, I was like, I embraced it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like how I embrace my username because everyone would say like dick or dick her son and I was just like I've literally heard every dick joke in the book like I do not like you're not original and so I eventually just like rolled with it and that's why my username is ND Nick Dick like I just like <laughs> I just I was like yep that's me because my maiden last name is just it was Dickerson and so <laughs> well yeah that reminds me of the goose poop story that you're telling us about yeah. earlier like you just embrace it the sooner you can learn to laugh at yourself it's like no one can pick on you anymore. Like, true, true. I wish I had the kind of confidence I do now way back like, in middle school. Oh, totally. Nothing would be able to get to me. Something, well, yeah, like I, all throughout elementary school, I got picked on for my extremely hairy arms. And to this day, I was like, nope, I'm keeping them hairy. Like, I'm, I'm a full-grown adult. I can wax them off. But I'm just like, I like my hairy arms. Not when I have band-aids on. But other than that, I like So much them. changes when you have a kid, too. Like... Obviously, I don't know how it is to have a boy, but <laughs> with having a girl, I'm like, I should, I should wear less makeup. I should, at the very least, never say anything bad about myself, oh, absolutely. especially in front of her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, thing, so many things change after you have a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think your mom confidence just like boosts in general. And so it's like you, you worry about the weird little insignificant things when, before you have a kid and then you have a kid and then your main focus is just like them and bettering them. And even mm-hmm. if you had a stupendous life, like going above and beyond to make the, their life even better than yours was. Yeah, and sure. so my mo- main motivation is keeping that little dude happy. So, Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's something that you have to correct yourself on, like, way before they get to the age of actually, Mm -hmm. like, understanding that kind of thought behavior. So I have to correct my behavior before Olivia can catch on Mm -hmm. to it. But yeah. Yeah. You're a product of your own environment. Yeah. That's true. Up to you to break a cycle if there's a cycle and, you know, recognize it and readapt. Yep. Fix it. (laughs) Fix it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say after the gender reveal, not a whole lot happened, except around the third trimester, I got moved to another chemical-free place. And this place, there was a lot more to do. And so I was able to, like, stand up if I wanted to and walk around. I was able to, like, sit down if I was getting too tired. Like, the team that I was moved to, they were really accommodating. Mm-hmm. And throughout this whole pregnancy, I like, I came to work every day because I couldn't, my thought process was 
I could either come to work and get paid for it and they'll either let me like sit down if I'm too tired or stand up if I'm like feeling antsy or I could just like sit at home all day and chill on the couch not doing not do anything and I really just like wanted to push myself to just like get out of the house because I knew if I just stayed home then I wasn't gonna get out of the house yeah I think a lot of like motivating myself to like be as active as I could because I'm like, okay, well, if I'm more active now, then that means I'm going to have an easier labor <laughs> when the day comes. So the more I walk, the better it will be, which wasn't always the case because <laughs> my feet some days would just like be super swollen. You know how like when you think back to it and it's just like the tiny little details, yeah. but it like, it's all you can remember of yeah. like the last of your pregnancy, like how like- swollen your legs were. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine, mine looked like the, the Michelin man. Like, it was just... There's a couple pictures of me. I'm pretty sure I deleted them because I did not like the way it looked. But I swear my legs look like this. It was horrendous. Okay. I mean, granted, I got up to 210, but it was, it was all my legs. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, I feel it. I had, like, varicose veins. Mm. And I was... I remember just looking down one day and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could have these for the rest of my life. I'm just going to have, like, this vein going down my leg. And I had, um, uh, what's the thing where the little ball sticks out? Uh, what's it called? What's it called? Balls? No. I don't think It's like, um, (laughs) you can get, it's like where... Hernia? Yes, a hernia. Thank you. I had a hernia. In your hip? In my hip. Yeah. So a hernia is like when you're, like, the pressure is pushing your intestines out. Huh? Yeah. And um, I went to the doctor. I'm like, hey, is there anything we can do about this? Because it, it's like, you know, I can, Did it cuts hurt? off the blood circulation. Oh and I was like waddling. Mm-hmm. And they like, do anything? They're like, well, if it's still there after you give birth, we can perform surgery on it. And like, they'll insert like mesh to just like keep everything. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is really good. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I mean, I got really bad sciatica. So like yeah, my butt too. and back and leg would just like tingle and get numb and I'd be like hobbling around because it just felt weird to walk on it. Yeah. So, and really bad Charlie horses too. Dude. That was yeah. annoying. The stuff that they don't tell you about. Yeah. If I ask, fine. <laughs> but yeah, that was just something that I kinda had to deal with when I was pregnant. And it really just happened in my third trimester. So fast forward. I am pregnant and that last month you're like no one really ever really enjoys being that pregnant no ever it's the hardest part because like so much anticipation and that's when you start reading about like you know women can go into labor like 37 weeks Mm -hmm. and you know it's normal like it's not like the set schedule or like the set 40 weeks that they tell you like July 28th, you're going to have a baby mm-hmm. at five in the morning, you know? Like, That'd be nice. <laughs> I know. If you could just, like, plan around it. I had so many emergency plans. I'm like, okay, if I'm at work and I go into labor at work, I can just call my mom and she'll run over and we'll drive my car and everything will be fine. We'll tell Igor to meet, at a, meet us at the hospital and he'll bring the overnight bag, which I had packed, like, <laughs> a month before my due date. Which is feasible. I think that's a, yeah, excellent. Yeah. I need to be as prepared as possible. 
Yeah. But then you just sit and wait. I know. <laughs> I would make a list because when oh, I was at work, mm-hmm. I didn't have a whole lot to do. And so <laughs> I would make lists. I'm like, okay, here's what I need to do. I need to make an overnight bag. What needs to be in an overnight bag? I like would go on Pinterest and I would see all uh. these different lists that everyone else suggests. And mm-hmm. so I'd make like a, a list of the stuff that I thought was important. Yeah. And then there was Igor. He's like, well, someone was saying that I should pack a fan. So I bought like a little battery powered fan. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but I could just imagine him like holding it up to me when I'm in labor. I'm like, <laughs> get that no. out of my face. <laughs> Leave me alone, please. <laughs> but yeah, so around 37 weeks, they started doing the membrane sweeps for me. And. I think that was, like, the beginning of the end. Mm. I was like, okay, I'll do anything to just kind of get everything going, get the ball moving to go into labor. So I go into the office, and she's like, okay, well, it's 37 weeks, so we can do the first membrane sweep. And I say, okay, well, let's just get it done. She's like, all right, well, if it hurts too much, just let me know and we can stop. But I'm like... Why, why would we stop? Like, if it hurts too much, I still have to go through labor. Like, <laughs> I'm sure a membrane sweep can't be worse than that. <laughs> so I lay back, she does the membrane sweep, and I just remember thinking, like, okay, this can't be worse than labor. You can get through it. This can't be worse than labor. You can get through it. It was like a track in my head, just round and round. And by the time she's done, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to quit now because you don't look like you're doing too good. I'm like, oh, that was nothing. And I get up and she's like, you look really pale. I'm like, okay, well, I do kind of feel like I'm going to faint. So she like runs and gets me apple juice. And I sit there for like 10 minutes and the color returns to my face. And she's like, okay, well, next time you can tell me if it's hurting. And then I kind of explained my thought process. I'm like, well, if I should be able to go through labor, like that should be nothing, right? And she's like, I mean, kind of, but you don't have to, like, force that kind of pain on yourself when you do have an out. I'm like, okay, well, I don't agree with that, but okay. (laughs) So I just move on. And I had, I think, a total of, like, two or three. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to go for punch my doctor on the top of the head. Man, that hurt so bad. I was like, all right, stop right now. I'm the, I was the opposite of what you did. I was like, stop, you're done. We're done here. I'll, I'll deliver her late. I don't care. I'm going home. Oh. <laughs> I hate well, that shit. And I was four. So by the time that I had Olivia, it was four days past due. I was just like between going, getting up and going to work every day. Like, I just remember feeling like that was torture, mm-hmm. like just getting up and going yeah. to work every day. And every Friday, I would come in, like, during the last month, every Friday, everyone's like, all right, bye, Taylor, hope to not see you again. And I'm like, okay, hope to not see you, too. Because <laughs> no one, they, like, all saw how, just, like, how Large much I was suffering. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny, because to a lot of people that I work with now, I'm, like, the pregnant lady that was walking around the marketplace, just, like, waddling. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, you were huge. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, and then by the membrane sweep that happened at my 40-week appointment, three days after that, it was a Friday night, 
I ordered spicy teriyaki mm. or something. And then Igor came home from work early. I'm like, babe, we're going to go into labor tonight. And he's like, oh, yeah? Do you feel anything? I'm like, no, but we're going to have sex. And I just had the membrane sweep. So we're just going to stir up those hormones. And I'm not going to go into work Monday. And he was like, okay, if you say so. Having sex in your full term, just like a bowling ball. God. Uh, yeah, it's not for the pleasure. That's <laughs> get this baby out. Yeah. So, and that was the the magic potion for us. But <laughs> the spicy food, the membrane sweep, and then the um, the sex the night before, and then I went into labor like six hours later. Damn. Yeah. Right. And then okay. that's when the magic happened. Oh boy. <laughs> I like I like that the sex and spicy food worked for you. Kinda jealous. <laughs> well I I think I had spicy food so there's like the yummy fud teriyaki place. Mm-hmm. Like I could probably walk to it, but I won't because I'm lazy. But <laughs> I ordered the spicy teriyaki and the honeydew bubble tea. Oh. Yep. It was almost like three nights a week. Like, <laughs> they knew me. So, that's my story. All right. Mom that... wins. Mom fails. Yeah. Do we have any mom wins for the end of the episode? Um, if not, I definitely have a mom fail. I have a mom yeah, fail, that's right. kind oh, of. Oh, you have a fail? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So, <laughs> now Olivia, whenever she wants up, and I'm trying to, like, get her to be... Or not get her, but encourage her to be more independent. So if she wants up, I'll try and just like get on her level. I'm like, what do you want, Olivia? Can you can you point and show me? And she'll always just like wave her hands, like, no, I want up, you know? We've been really trying to like work around this. And more recently she started doing like a clap. She's like, up. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, where do you get this attitude from? <laughs> like servants? <laughs> I know. I feel like it's a nice... Oh, you should get her a bell. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. We had a bell for Waffle for the back door. And when Olivia was born, it was a lot of like getting up and mm-hmm. sitting back down. And I just got so tired that I took the bell off the back door because Waffle would grab it. And, like, shake it with her mouth. Like, she would get aggressive with it. I couldn't imagine Olivia with a bell. (laughs) Oh, well, at least, yeah, she's able to, she's starting to communicate more. Demanding. But it works. Yeah. (laughs) That's a start. (laughs) All right, moms, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We look forward to you joining us on our next episode of Emily's nine-month journey. So, yeah. No. Toadsy. Mom toads.